Hi guys, so very recently we there was a video that surfaced about a little girl that was molested. I think this happened somewhere in Ghana about a week ago. So this child was supposed to be taken care of by her caretaker in one of these, you know, nurseries. And the caretaker was apparently forcing some food down the throat of the baby. But then she held the hands of the baby backward in a very, very, very... I don't know dangerous manner and even viewers are just you know thinking no no matter what this baby did she didn't deserve this treatment no child deserves to be treated that way well unfortunately this baby passed on she died now the problem is is it the fault of parents or is it the fault of the institutions? Who has failed the system? Who has failed these innocent children? This isn't the first time that we're having these kind of issues surface. Okay, is it that parents are so negligent that they cannot notice when their children come home with, you know, some um, defect or something unusual about the child? When you touch the child, I mean... And she cries or she she's uncomfortable even at the least, you know, touch. Or is it is it a matter of the institutions not doing their work well by recruiting the right people? Are we employing mad people? Are we, sorry to say, are we employing mentally, you know, sick people as caretakers? Because this isn't the first time and it keeps happening. It keeps going unpunished, you know. So what is the what is the solution for this should parents now start taking their children to their workplaces and have like a common care key like take our caregiver in a workplace who is just um who um is just dedicated to taking care of children of stuff of a particular you know company but you know not all the companies or institutions who have the capacity to do this you know we have small companies if you have a startup and you have a child and you have to run around who do you leave your child for this is the question that i'm throwing out to a number of people and i've money to get some responses i would want us all to think about it and share our thoughts and see the the way forward because this is becoming a menace it's becoming unbearable and innocent children are dying at the mercy of who who is to blame really for this situation these kind of recurring ills okay so let's hear from our cherished um, listeners um, some guests who have dedicated time to talk on this matter All right. So about this video, um, unfortunately, I wasn't able to watch it to the end. I couldn't bear myself to watch it because I was livid. Um, the question I asked myself is, how could you, a fellow human being, forget about being a woman, a fellow human being, be able to maltreat someone who cannot speak for themselves and you still call yourself a human being? Right. It takes a certain type of person to be able to maltreat a helpless human being, knowing very well that there are cameras there that are recording this. I mean, I beg to ask this question. Could it be that she's suffering from some sort of mental disorder? Because that is the only explanation as to why she did not care how she was mishandling the child force feeding the baby and yet knowing very well that this is a job and there are cameras around and clearly they can see 
what she's doing. They can see and they record what she's doing. It is truly sad that we live in a world where whereby we're so we're chasing um, material things that our children are the ones that are paying for it. The baby is young. Maybe the parents can't afford to have the mother be home or the parents can afford to live on one paycheck. But at the same time, too, if they have money to, to, to take their child to daycare, that means they can be able to afford having just one parent work so that the mother or whomever, whoever, that's a decision a family has to make. But I think it's time that we women start dedicating some aspect of our life especially the very first few years of a child's life is very important and i think it's it's time that we start dedicating those years to our children to the extent to till they are able to to um report to us or tell us when someone says something or touch them inappropriately or something like that because I could just imagine what the mother might be going through, the questions she might be asking herself and what this is going to, how this is going to affect her psychologically and if she will ever be able to recover from it. And then as much as the other kids, the other children in the room may seem too young to remember, there's some part of it that will be ingrained into them. So at the end of the day, you see that they, they are struggling or it, it is something that they might need they, even though they might suppress it because they're so young, it will get to a point that they will need psychological counseling for it. It's time we it, it's time we start analyzing. In as much as the world is developing, we need to go back to doing things the old way. The old way, in the sense that be able to seek help. You know, maybe some parents don't have the luxury of having their their parents around. Maybe they've lost both um, parents, so they have no one to turn to. They have to take their child to daycare. Sacrifice. Make sacrifices. Stay home with your child. Quit your job. You understand? At least for the first three years, like, you need to be able to plan so that when the baby comes and even if you decide to live on one paycheck, it's not a problem. It's rather unfortunate that we live in a world that you need video cameras in order for you to be able to catch the treatment, the abuse that people are uh, uh, um, inflicting on others that are being placed in their help. It's truly rather unfortunate. And um, I just hope and pray that the Lord will be able to give healings to, to the baby's family. And I pray they're able to heal. He's the only one that could comfort them and console them at this point. And I pray that, you know, they're able to heal and heal completely. And if they have and if they have other children, I hope they're able to um, not lose sight of the fact that they have other kids they have to take care of. And I pray that if this is their first child and they're losing it, God bless their womb. God bless her womb and give her more children so she could be able to um, give glory and thanks to God. Um, that's just my take on it. And um, I hope to hear from the others as well. Well, I think with that topic, who is to blame involves a lot of people, not just the authority, not just the caretakers, but um, most people, most guardians of the children leave their trust in the hands of the caretakers, which shouldn't be the case. I think there should be some sort of monitoring going on as to the job they're doing, 
and how effective it is on the children. Because monitoring is very important and most parents put their trust in these people to the extent that they just leave their kids, forget about them and carry on their life. You know with the whole issue about some kids being burdened on some families, it's it's a big issue but that's one point i just think about more and come up with it okay one other thing i forgot to add it's how quick we are to hire people just because somebody knows somebody that knows somebody and used to take care of somebody's baby or all their babies or somebody knows somebody that had 10 kids or had five kids or whatever so they know they have the experience when it comes to raising kids. It is not the same. If you don't have the professional education that will entitle you as a caregiver, please don't hire them. And I think that's the mistake we tend to make nowadays because we are so desperate to hire people because we want our businesses to flourish because we want to set up businesses, but we do not know how to take care of our business. So we'll hire anybody off the street just because we know they need help or we know we need the help, so we're hiring anybody. Proper background checks need to be done into people. And that's the issue, that's my number one issue with Africans. Ghanaians and Africans, especially West Africans, we tend to have that compassion. So when someone is doing something, instead of us to call it out, we want to wait till all, and then we constantly say, Enyashe. what do you mean it's not anything? What do you mean, say Enyashe? That is what's killing us. Because at the end of the day, instead of you to, this is negligence and this is abuse, instead of us to deal with it, we won't. Let's say, let's say maybe this is not the first instances because the way she was handling the child, it clearly shows that this is not the first time she has done that. So what happened? What about the other babies that she had done this to? What about the other babies that were placed in that care and she had abused? What happened to them? Was it never caught? Did, did any of the kids, did, did, did any of them have any symptoms? Were they ever bruised? Were there ever a case issue? Was it was was there ever a parent's concern about um, how she was handling the children? There has to be more to it. You understand? This cannot be the first instance because she cannot just be that aggravated and that irritated that she she will manhandle the child, force feed the baby. That resulted in her death. Like it just it just it, it just can't, I refuse to believe that this is the first time she has done this to this baby. You understand? So, like, we need to do proper investigation. And when we send up businesses, we need to make sure that the business, it's our name out there. So, if you end up hiring a thug, if you end up hiring a thief, you understand? If you end up hiring a murderer, when it comes down to it, it is your business that goes down. In as much as the person may be held reliable, you are also reliable. Because now your business is going into in, in, in shambles because nobody's going to trust you to bring their child or nobody's going to trust you to bring their business to you establishment and that's something we need to, and then because we're not dealing with things the way we're supposed to deal with it we tend to have these issues so imagine if this was never caught and then the baby went home to their parents and then next thing you know they will be we talk about sudden infant death syndrome and then the parent and in the postmodern and they'll see that the child has so many bruises so many broken bones so many internal build, uh, bleedings and we'll be like wait and then now the parents will be the one that would be that will be investigated when we when the issue is not them the issue is from their caregiver you understand so that's something else that also needs to be addressed 
business owners who are you hiring are you doing the proper investigation or are you just doing it you just hiring anybody just so you can make your business flourish that's my little two cents i also couldn't watch the video the whole way through because it's just very 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 sad and the saddest part is it's not something that we're seeing or hearing of for the first time it's not the second time it's not the third time and I feel it's just a symptom of a bigger problem in our society. And um, in terms of blame, I think I would pass the blame all the way around, not just to the parents, not just to the daycare, um, but also to the government and also we as a people. I would hope that given that we're not in the parents' financial situation, I mean, we're not in the parents' homes. We don't know their financial situation. We don't know what pushed them to take their child to that daycare. But I would hope that they did their due diligence and made sure that they checked everything they were supposed to check, meaning they spoke to other people who have sent their children to that daycare. They interviewed the staff who will be taking care of their kids, the facility, check the reviews um i would hope that they asked for access to the videos to see what goes on on a regular basis and maybe just pass by for a pop-up to see how their kids or a kid is doing to keep the staff on their toes and even if they did all of that there are some things that you can't foresee there are things that you can't prepare for so next I would put the blame on the daycare staff. How well did they select their employees? How well did the owners select their employees? What background checks were done? Were the resumes and references verified? What was the interview process like? Or did they just go for cheap and affordable labor? Were they, were they just looking for people who could speak English well enough? People who look presentable enough? What was the standard of care that was enforced? And was bad behavior punished or corrected? A lot of these daycares are just open to make money. The owners are sitting somewhere, probably not even in the country, to check on what is going on in the business that they're running. All they care about is the money that gets into their pockets. Because, which even brings me to my next point, there is no accountability, which is where I'll put the fault on the government. There should be a system in place which does rigorous, rigorous inspection of certain facilities and daycare should be one of them because parents send their children to these daycares. So there should be people who go around before the daycare even opens to check who is going to be working here. What are their qualifications? What work experience do they have? Every complaint should be taken very seriously and there should be regular checkups to make sure that they're maintaining a certain standard of care. And when things like this do happen, there should be serious consequences. And so then that brings me back to my last point, which is the people. We are also to blame because like I said earlier, this isn't the first time something like this has happened. It's not the second time. It's not the third time. It's going to be a topic that we talk about for five minutes amongst our friends and families at, our, our, at the workplace, and then we'll forget about it. 
we'll move on with our lives like nothing happened. And we're just enabling this type of thing to go on. We're not holding the government accountable. We're not holding each other accountable because we like the system the way it is. Or we seem to like the system the way it is. A system that is built to enable corruption, but it's maxed as democracy. Because really, when something like this happens, it should be a tragedy. It should be everywhere. And everybody who is involved, from the parents to the daycare to whatever government officials were supposed to be checking on these things should be held accountable. And it shouldn't be something that you can just pay a small bribe for and then get off the hook, which is sure, uh, which is what I'm sure they, this daycare facility did to even get the approval to open. Everybody is looking for the next thing that will fill their pockets for today. They don't care about the consequences because there is no accountability. And until that changes, I don't see something like this never happening again. I've watched, um, I've watched a couple of videos on how um, children, infants, toddlers have been abused by maid servants or house helps. It's very bad. Even I sometimes witness what such videos. It's heartbreaking. Then the way forward is that parents or spouse will discuss among themselves if the woman needs to resign from her job and take care of that child is the best. But nevertheless, if for economic reasons or yes, conditions are not favorable, one, you could let your parents come over, either the man's parents mother or your mother take care of the baby on your behalf whilst you are at work or you're not home it will do a lot of good and thirdly if we can afford by getting cameras at home to monitor at least not 100 percent but to monitor our kids in our absence it will also do a lot of good and also probably and neighbors may not help much because they don't really know what is going on indoor. But if your neighbor, you can talk to your neighbor, keep an eye on your house or your people in your house in your absence, it will also do some good. For our institution that provide um, this kind of services, who give out people as nannies or people to help at home or cater children, I will indulge them to do a good work by investigating more on the kind of people they provide, checking on their medical status, their state of mind, and also doing a credit check on them. Very important. Um, what I can also add to this is that um, in our place of work, in the corporate setting, if some kind of space could be created and somebody employed to take care of workers or employees' children at the workplace, it will also be very good. So this is just my submission to the issue of time. Thank you.
Well, number of submissions have come through and most of the points raised are just valid. I want our listeners to pay close attention and realize that there's a pattern. There's something that almost all our guests talked about. Okay, the the bottom line is the system needs to work. There should be accountability because at the end of the day, when people, you know, get away with these kind of things then it's a norm everybody can't do it and just get away but if there are systems in place that check these people first of all let's look at the prevention rather than the cure why don't we have an extensive way of checking the mental health of people that are enrolled to take care of little children or people enrolled to take care of anybody at all be it an older person or even a sick person, right? That's the first step because you can't take somebody who is not in the right state of mind to take care of some other person. There are definitely going to be issues. Now, this is the stage where we're dealing with the issue which could have been prevented, you know. So the preventive measure or that culture where we need to stop things before they happen is what we need to focus on as a nation, because eventually if things get out of hand, then we're just doing the damage control and everybody's just going helter-skelter. It's so chaotic. Like, nothing seems right when it happens like that. So who are we blaming? We can't blame the parents. Maybe they don't really have another, you know, outlet, like one of our guests said, Miss Jess. You know, or maybe they, they are just not capable of taking care of another child considering their financial circumstances they may have to sacrifice and work extra hours so that's their only option okay but in the events that they can even take care of their child these things still happen we have house helps who are molesting children we have house helps who are doing all sorts of unheard of things to people so that the issue needs to be tackled really from the point where we need to take responsibility and be extra vigilant whether the child is in your house um, under your supervision or they, they're taken to school or even church you'll be amazed some of these things even happen in church rooms so it really isn't a state issue it's not the, the issue of the government the problem lies with us we have taken the responsibility to take seed and bear children okay so you have to have a plan if you're going to give birth to a child you need to have a plan how long am i willing to sacrifice to take care of this child before i give them out to the world even with that we need to like actually sit down discuss with your partner it's not it's not it's not rocket science to just sit down and plan if you're not ready to have children just don't have children because you can't go around trying to get all the money in the world and neglect your children eventually all the money that you got will be waste because what's the value really well to think of the fact that there were cameras there to capture this i'm just imagining other places that do not have any means of capturing this kind of thing we do not definitely want this to become the norm well it has been a great show it definitely hasn't been exciting this is nothing exciting it's rather disheartening and we're hoping not to be encountering any more of these kind of issues however when the issues come we'll try our best delve into it and do justice
Special thanks to our guests for submitting their views. Very informative. Um, yeah, very constructive. We appreciate you. Jess, Fanny, Ned, Norsi. Thanks so much. Hopefully we'll get you all in our next episode. We can't wait to welcome you. I'm still the daughter of the king.